Hello, it's Stephanie. It is so great to be back on here. And let me tell you guys, today was my first day back into the office at my job, like physically since getting COVID at the beginning of the year. And let me tell you, it was a good day. It was a really good day and I can see it now, right? So I, I want to talk a little bit about how I felt and what's going on. And I want to bring it into something that while I was driving today, I just, it was all different, but it was a, different in a good way. And then I was like, you know what? I got to talk about this on the Remix Moment podcast. So my name is Stephanie for those who are new. And this is episode 164. Now, what do I mean by why I say, uh, when I say it was a good day, like, I am I used to be so used to my routine of waking up early, getting dressed, putting makeup on and driving to work. Right. And there were certain things that I expected. And as you keep doing something over and over again, it's just the same thing over and over again. Right. It's the same traffic, the same school bus areas like you get used to it. Right. Now, when you are away from driving over an hour to work every day, when you are away from going to the grocery store because you can't, when you are away from people and society and, you know, you're in quarantine, everything is brand new all of a sudden, even though you're doing the same old routine that you used to. I don't know if that happens to you. I mean, it's like something that you're so used to doing, but because it was taken away and now you get to do it again, even though you might not like the fact that you're going to hit traffic and you might not like the fact you're going to have to deal with school zones. There was a level of excitement that I just had. There was a level of like, I'm getting back into the grind of it all. I'm getting back into seeing people waving. Hello. I mean, it was weird. Like it was just like seeing the sun, right. Coming up while I was driving on my way to work felt so different and so much better than seeing the sun come up while I was waiting in the drive through line, waiting to get tested for COVID. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it was almost like everything was the same, but it was all brand new. And it, there's just some type of ex like uh, excitement that came with it. And I know it sounds weird, but like, if you know, you know, right? Like, if, if you're so used to taking your kid every day to daycare and then getting your coffee at Starbucks and then going to the office. And it comes to the point where you just can't do it anymore for whatever reason. Mine was just that I got COVID, but you can't take your kid to the daycare. You can't get your coffee. You, you can't go into the office and you were limited from seeing people. You were uh, limited and confined to your place, your home and then the moment that they give you that negative test and you can go back in and do your thing all over again, there's something new and something different about an old thing that you used to do. Here's another really weird thing, right? Clocking into work like seems so different on an actual clock, time clock at my office than it did last year. Like I'm actually so much more grateful for the health that I have, for the job that I have, for like the cubicle. I really thought that I was going to forget my like code to get into the door because where I work, there's always different key locks. And I thought I was going to forget it. But after not being there for almost three weeks, like 
it was almost like it came back and I was like, oh, cool. It works. Like, I'm so glad nobody changed it. <laughs> but um, I saw things so much more differently. And and again, like I talked to a few people and not everybody has the same thing. Like I, I t- shared with you guys in a previous um, podcast episode with Lewis that, you know, Thankfully, we didn't end up in the hospital. Thankfully, we didn't have like symptoms for longer than maybe like four or five days. But there were some people at my job that they were feeling horrible for literally like two weeks. And they still had to go through testing like we did. They still had to stay in their homes. They still weren't allowed to go back into the office like we were. But it was a whole different experience. And even when I talked to her, she was like, it's just so weird getting in the car and waking up early and she's like I didn't put any makeup on these last two weeks and now I come back and it's like I gotta teach myself all over again how to put eyeliner (laughs) and it's really funny because like it's it's something that like even though like you go through this and again I'm going through the same routine I'm seeing the same people I'm seeing the same office I'm seeing the same traffic it's a different perspective right Um, Even when I drove today to the acupuncture that I had to go to after work, there was a level of excitement (laughs) on my drive there. Like I literally forgot how to drive from my job to the acupuncture office and I put it in my GPS and I was just like there like laughing because I was like I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't worried. I'm, I'm in a season right now with the new year where I am excited. I'm filled with hope and I'm filled with joy. And you may be listening right now and you may be like, you know what? It's the beginning of the year. Everybody feels that way. But that's not really true. I mean, if that's how you feel, that's fantastic. I want, I hope and I pray that you start the new year filled with hope and joy like I am. But there are other people that may not be feeling this way. They may still be, you know, feeling uh, depressed, lonely, anxiety driven. They they may not be filled with hope or joy. They may be feeling like another day, another dollar, another day to move forward, like whatever. Right. So I really hope that in this particular podcast episode that you can feel the same type of joy and hope that I have. But that this scripture that we're going to talk about and the verses we're going to go through can encourage you and lift you up so that even if you are not feeling this joy and this hope, it will get you in the right direction so that you can try to move forward in uh, in the way that God wants you. Because God wants you to live a life full of hope. God wants you to live a life full of joy. God wants the best for you in this year, 2022. So, you know, I was driven by the Holy Spirit to go to this scripture and I was literally in my car praising God and worshiping God. But I'm still thinking in my head, like, you know, it's it's the same routine, but it's a different perspective. Like it it may be the same day that you have to go through the same stuff. Wake up, go to school, come back, go to your gym. It may feel like it's the same thing as last year. But you know what? You got to be able to see things in a different way way okay so um i'm gonna be reading isaiah chapter 43 verses 14 to 21 and i'm gonna read uh, i'm gonna start reading from the new living translation but there's gonna be certain things i'm gonna go back to in reference to the message translation now i want you guys to know that the bible has so many different translations and i really suggest that you uh look into different translations 
um, through either the Bible app or BibleGateway.com. Like, find a way to kind of, like, look at it from different verses. Because even though it's the same word of God, the translations are different and might give you a different revelation. There may be something that's said in the New International Version that may not be as clear, like, if you were to read it in the... Um, contemporary christian translation or maybe you like the message version but when you read it in the new king's james version you get a different revelation so it's always good to to look at different versions but still keep in mind you know what's going on what is the holy spirit trying to tell you and kind of digest how the revelation is going to come through okay so I'm going to start reading, like I said, Isaiah 43, chapter 14 to 21. And this is the New Living Translation, NLT. Okay. It's titled The Lord's Promise of Victory. And right from the get-go, I really like that title to the scripture because it's it's very exciting. It like it's it's very powerful. It's motivating. It's basically telling you, like, yo, God is giving you a promise of victory, okay? And this is what it says. It says, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sakes, I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those, ship, in those ships they are so proud of. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty armor, army of Egypt with all of its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves. They drowned and their lives snuffed out like a moldering, a smoldering candle wick. Okay. Verse 18. But forget all of that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. If I stop right there, I am still super excited because it's amazing to see how God is able to tell you, I am the Lord, your God. I am the Holy One. I created you. I know what I did in the past. Let me just remind you what I did. I allowed you to get free. And he's talking about the Israelites. I allowed you to get free from the hands of the Egyptians and from Pharaoh. I allowed you to see water in the middle of desert. I literally took out your enemies. But you know what? Even though I did all those amazing things, forget about it. Okay, forget about all of that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. Now, this is amazing because this gives us encouragement and this should excite you. This should allow you to see that there are so many more blessings, big or small, long or short, but blessings are on the way to you. There are blessings and good things that God has for you and you have to be able to be ready for it because you think that Having your enemies understand that God is the reason why you got the promotion, the reason why you make that money, the reason why you uh, are able to speak to people eloquently. God is the reason why you're an amazing father, you're an amazing mother. Like, it's amazing to see that God was able to do all of that in the past, but he's like, you know what, but watch yourself because that's nothing compared to what I'm going to be doing. And I really hope that you guys read that from the perspective as now. Some of you guys may have gone through things in the past that when you look back at it, you're like, man, I can't believe God healed me from cancer. Or man, I can't believe God took me out of this debt. Or man, I can't believe God was able to restore my relationship with my mom. One that was broken and I never thought I was going to give her a second chance and forgive her. 
But God is like, don't forget about all of that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do in 2022. In 2022, doors are going to open. In 2022, relationships are going to be restored. In 2022, miracles are going to happen. In 2022, you're going to see yourself on a different spiritual level that is more mature than where you were before. There's nothing that is nothing compared to what God is about to do. Okay, but I want to keep going down. It says verse 19, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a path through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. The wild animals in the fields will thank me. The jackals and owls too, for giving them water in the desert. Yes, I am making or I will make rivers in the dry wasteland so my chosen people can be refreshed. I want to let you guys know, not only is God telling you to forget about the past and understand that far greater things are going to happen this year, but he's saying, I'm doing something new right now. Can't you see it? Do you see it? Are you prepared for it? Like, can you can you get yourself in the in the season I need you to be in? Can you can you pray longer? Can you seek my face in the Bible more? Can you choose to rejoice in the midst of a storm? Can you get yourself to the point where you can see that God is in the midst of working? Okay, and it even says here when he talks about dry land, when he talks about wasteland, when he talks about wilderness. okay, and he says, I am making rivers. I'm going to allow my chosen people to be refreshed. I want you to think of what the Bible says, that God is the living water. Okay, if you drink from the living water, you will thirst no more. If you choose God over people you are going to be able to see clarity in your relationships at work, at school, and the grocery store, in the line on your way to COVID, when you're at the doctor's office. If you allow yourself to be refreshed by what God is trying to tell you on Sundays and you choose to put God first by going to church on Sunday, by choosing to be in a small group, by choosing to be in some type of ministry where you're serving others, you're going to be able to be refreshed and you're going to be able to see what God is in the midst of doing right now. I mean, I'm telling you this right now. I am excited because when I read this, it comes back and it says, you know what? I see things so much different now in 2022 than I saw in 2021. And I told you guys this from my testimony, like even though it was a struggle to go through COVID and it was stressful and it was frustrating, I see God working in different areas of my life, even though I haven't received the miracle yet. Okay. I see that God is working on my marriage. I see that God is working on my family. I haven't even seen my family since last year, like Christmas time, but I'm excited because I know that I can see things from a different perspective. I'm excited because something new is about to happen and I'm putting myself in a position where I'm willing to make the sacrifices needed for my fleshly desires to go into my spiritual so that I can be able to see what God is doing. All right. That should be a little bit more encouraging to you guys. Okay. Now I want to go into the message version of this particular scripture, Isaiah 43, because one of the things that stood out to me that was really funny, right. 
is in this particular scripture, in the message version, the message translation, it says you didn't even do the minimum. And when I read that, <laughs> at first I was thinking, is this God telling me I didn't even meet the minimum? Like, what? Like, why does that have like a negative connotation to it? Like, that is not as positive as what I read in the and in the New Living Translation. In the New Living Translation, it says the Lord's promise of victory. And right here, when I'm reading the message version, it says you didn't even do the minimum. Right. But if I go into the scripture, right, and I read it for its context. Right. It's so important that you read things in the right context that like you understand, like, is the you referring to me, the follower of Jesus Christ, or is the you referring to God? So I'm going to read the message version. And then I want to go back to that title because it gives a different perspective to it. It goes from like a negative, like you didn't even do the minimum to me to something a little bit more positive and, and exciting and victorious. And I'll show you exactly what I mean afterwards. Right. So it says, God, your redeemer, the holy of Israel says just for you, I will march on Babylon, Babylon I'll turn the tables on the Babylonians instead of whooping it up. They'll be wailing. I am God, your holy one, creator of Israel, your king. This is what God says. The God who builds a road right through the ocean. Again, this is talking about when the Israelites crossed the Red Sea. Okay. Who carves a path through the pounding waves. The Lord who summons horses and chariots and armies. They lie down and then can't get up. They snuffled out like so many candles. Here's verse 18. Forget about what's happened. Forget about what happened in the past. Don't keep going over old history. Like, Forget about everything that God did in the past. Yes, it's great to look back at it and be excited, but it's nothing compared to what he's doing right now. Okay. Verse 19, it says, be alert and be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? And that's why I titled this episode. Don't you see it? <laughs> there it is. I'm making a road through the desert rivers in the badlands. Wild animals will say thank you. The coyotes and the buzzards because I provided water in the desert rivers through the sun baked earth drinking water for the people I chose the people I made especially for myself a people custom made to praise me. Again, God is about to do something now in your life. Like he is literally orchestrating a spiritual setup to launch you into your victory, to launch you into the miracle, to launch you into what you've been praying for. Right. But you need to make sure that you see it, because if you're not putting the time and the effort, if you're not falling in love with God, if you're not seeking God, if you're not practicing in faith, if you're not being alert, if you're not preparing the atmosphere for the receiving, the receiving of this miracle, you're not going to see it. It's going to blow right past you. So if I go back to that title now, I'm like that title, you, you didn't even do the minimum. It's not so much negative because it's saying God didn't even do the minimum. God is not about doing the bare minimum. God is always about going above and beyond. God is always about making sure that if he's going to fill you up, he's going to overflow you so that not only do you get filled, but the people around you get filled with the living water. God is always 
about blessing us to the point where we are in awe. God is always looking for a way so that you can give glory to him. That's why the Bible says that he's going to make He's going to give water to his chosen people. And because of that, they're going to be refreshed and they're going to want to praise him. See, what happens is after you get the blessing, that's not where the blessing stops. The blessing keeps going because that's when you testify. That's when you give testimony. That's when you share your story. And by you giving praise to God, by you giving glory to God, now that continuous blessing is moving on to other people. More people are receiving Jesus Christ. More people are coming to who God is. More people are seeing what God is doing in the kingdom here on earth. Okay. So again, like this is where you really have to understand. Are you seeing things through your faith or are you seeing things through, uh, you know, just allowing things to happen. You're not seeing them through faith, right? Are you seeing things like you're expecting it? Or are you just like, well, if it happens, then it'll happen. See, here's what happens. Faith doesn't rely on the if it will happen. It expects for when it will happen. Faith is positive and exciting. Faith is giving praise to God now, even before it even happens. Faith in God is about not settling for what's taking place now, but being able to say in gratitude, thank you, God, for what I have, because what's to come is even better. Faith is saying better days are to come, but where I'm at right now, I'm going to give you glory. Faith is being able to say, you know what? I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get to the blessing that God has for me. And no matter how long it takes, I'm still going to worship you, God. So I want to give this example because I feel like this example is so easy for people to understand, right? When you find out you're pregnant, your whole perspective changes the moment you get two pink lines on the pregnancy test or the moment the doctor tells you in the office, I can confirm you're pregnant, okay? When you're expecting the arrival of your child, even though you know that it's going to be nine months that you're going to have to endure some ups and some downs, some of those downs may even be symptoms that you you didn't even want, like nausea and fatigue and gas and other things, right? Indigestion. These are things that women don't want to go through. But since they're excited about the arrival of their child, they're willing to go through all of these ups and downs. They're willing to wait on the arrival of their child. They're willing to sacrifice their bodies because they're expecting the arrival of a child who's going to bless them, who's going to give them joy, who's going to change their lives, right? When you believe that God is powerful and that God is good and that God is going to bless you, you should already be expecting the arrival of your next victory to happen at any time. And even though maybe it might take nine months, nine days, nine hours, or whatever the time frame, you have to still be able to endure the ups and downs that you may not like because you already know that your miracle is about to happen soon. You're already declaring by faith, God, yes, I'm struggling with what's happening, but I give you glory because you're doing something new. Yes, God, it's hard right now. I'm feeling sad. I have some pain. But God, I know that you can help me so that I can see the joy out of this pain. When you're expecting God to do something and you know that he's going to do it, your faith overtakes your fear. Your faith over, 
I'm not overtakes, overcomes. Your faith overcomes your fear. Your faith overcomes your trial. Your faith allows you to see. And when we talk about Pharaoh, like, you really need to understand that that whole thing about what happened with Pharaoh is crazy. Absolutely crazy. It is not fake. It is real, okay? The Bible says that they were literally fleeing from Egypt, and Pharaoh and his chariots and his people they literally were like crossing what god had done god had opened the seas imagine seeing sharks and stingrays and jellyfish and all kinds of like fishes on the sides of the wall and as you're walking you're seeing these people that are on the opposite side of you your enemies still going with you and you're like oh my god what's going on right well i'm gonna go ahead and read what happened because it's, it's a blessing to recognize the power of God back then, but it's an even bigger blessing to recognize the power of God right now. Because again, right now, we're living in a time where technology is flourishing, where um, medical facilities are flourishing, where people and their education is flourishing, and God is going to use all of those things to create an even bigger blessing in our lives. It's nothing compared to what he's done before, okay? So Exodus chapter 14, verse 26 to 31, in the contemporary English version says, the Lord told Moses, stretch your, stretch your arm toward the sea. The water will cover the Egyptians and their cavalry and chariots. Moses's, Moses stretched out his arm, and at daybreak, the water rushed towards the Egyptians. They tried to run away, but the Lord drowned them in the sea. Let me stop that, okay? They actually thought that they can try Jesus. They actually thought they had a chance of going into what God made an escape for the Egyptians and then being like, er, let me turn around and let me just go the other way. And the Lord was like, huh, you want to go ahead and try to outrun me? I am God. I am powerful. And it says that the Lord drowned them in the sea. Verse 28, the water came and covered the chariots, covered the cavalry, covered the whole Egyptian army that had followed the Israelites into the sea. And not one of them was left alive. But the sea had made a wall of water on each side of the Israelites so that they can walk through on dry land. On that day, when the Israelites saw the bodies of the Egyptians washed up on the shore, they knew the Lord had saved them. Stop. Verse 30. When you read that, they were able to witness how big and how great God is. They were able to witness the Lord as their savior. They were able to to literally see with their physical eyes what God was doing. But if you read verse 31 and you read moving forward, now you can actually see how they were able to open up their spiritual eyes. It says, because of the mighty power that he had used against the Egyptians, the Israelites worshiped him and trusted him and his servant Moses. There are going to be times in the year of 2022 that you're, not only are you going to be able to see healings, see miracles, see physical things that are taking places like um, different ministries and businesses coming about, more money coming into your pocket, more health coming to your body, 
Those are all great to see on the physical level, but there are going to be moments in 2022 when your eyes spiritually are going to be wide open. I'm talking about people are going to get saved that you never thought were going to get saved. People are going to get restored in relationships, emotional healing. People's marriages are going to be solidified in the word of God. People that are in relationships that they never thought was going to glorify God are going to glorify God. People are going to have their eyes opened up. And the moment they receive those blessings and miracles for 2022, they're going to be able to worship God. They're going to be able to trust God more. They're going to be able to testify. And I'm telling you, they're going to be able to see more of God's glory. And it is a blessing to see God's glory because when you see God's glory, when you see all of these miracles taking place, it it might seem like something to others who don't know God as like, oh, well, that's once in a lifetime. Oh, well, that could be blamed on something. Oh, well, that could be blamed on this and that. No, no, no. God is doing things right now. Like I said, He's orchestrating what you feel may be a dry land, what you feel may be like, oh, 2022 is going to be just like 2021. What you feel is like a waste of time. God is saying to you right now, keep your head up, keep seeking God, be alert and be present, because if you trust God, he's going to do something new in your life. And not only is he going to do something in your life, but he's going to do something new through you and for you. And that's a whole nother message because when God blesses people, he could do it in you. He can do it through you or he can do it for you. Okay. But I want you to realize that there's fresh living water on the way to you. And in order for you to be able to see those rivers of joy, in order for you to be able to see those rivers in the midst of the desert, you got to be willing to put God first. You got to be willing to say, God, it's 2022 and I'm ready to receive what you have for me. And I'm ready to receive all the victories you have for me. I'm ready to say, God, you know what? Just like those people that were trying to run away from Pharaoh, maybe full of fear, maybe looking behind them, maybe be like, I don't know what's going around in my surroundings. No, no, no. I'm going to close my physical eyes and I'm going to open my spiritual eyes because I want to see God do something brand new today. So that's what I wanted to share with you in this podcast episode. I know it was a lot of Bible scripture. I really do hope that this year you guys choose to fall more in love with Christ through the Bible. I really hope you guys choose to get more in tune with the Holy Spirit by just being really in in tune with praise and worship. I mean, I want you to have the joy of the Lord when when you're hearing of testimonies and the only way you can be able to receive God's blessings is if you're able to say, you know what, God, this is the year I want to see it. This is the year I want to prove to you that I love you and that I want to follow you and that my relationship with you is something serious because God is in the midst of working on something amazing, but he can only do it if you're willing to put the work in. All right. So, yes, it was a lot of scripture, but it was totally worth it. And I do pray that you can listen to this podcast again and be edified or you can go back to that scripture in Isaiah 43. But I'm praying for you guys. I'm praying for me. I'm super excited. 
And I know that you guys can probably hear that through this podcast episode, but I know that God wants to do something in your life. God wants to prove to you that he loves you and he wants you to embrace it and he wants you to receive it. All right. But you have to be willing to do the work. So there's going to be a lot more amazing episodes where we're going to go deep in scripture. We're going to talk about our experiences and what's happening. But I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for what God is doing right now. I mean, this is what we're saying right now in January. You, you don't even know what God is about to do in February, but we're open to receive anything he has for us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, I'll talk to you guys again soon on Friday. We're going to do our Friday prayer wave, but thank you again. And we'll talk to you again soon. God bless. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the remix movement for more updates. Be sure to check out our videos on YouTube and subscribe. Feel free to send us a DM with your feedback, questions, and any topics that you would like to hear in any of our future episodes. Thank you and God bless.